Hey guys, good evening. My name is Toeshi Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm excited to be with you once again. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. God bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Love of God for the month of January, by the help of the Holy Spirit, we started treating the topic birthing prophecies and God has been opening our eyes to see that he, he wants us to birth right it is not the plan and purpose for us to um for for us to keep receiving promises and prophecies and all that and our lives remain the same god's desire is that you know a time will come when everything that he has told us everything that he has promised us that we will carry them in our hands nothing that god promises us is you know is useful in heaven right except for eternal life <laughs> right and even eternal life the benefit starts here on earth do you understand so everything that god promises us that will um will dominate that um we should procreate you know all those beautiful promises of god they are meant to be um fulfilled on earth nobody wants to Nobody is going to be giving birth in heaven. Nobody is going to be, you know, dominating quote unquote in heaven because everybody will be the same. Everybody will enjoy God in, you know, in equal dimensions. So all the dimensions of the spirit, all the gymnastics, all the things that we want to do in the spirit, we can and we can only do them here. So it is God's desire that after a while that we've lived our lives in Christ, we can compare and contrast who we are and who we used to be. And we will know that, oh, it could have only been the finger of God. It could have only been, you know, God bringing these things to fulfillment. And so much more than we hear prophecies, not much more than we um, receive promises or read about them, let us also desire that I'm not just going to be a reader. I'm also going to be a um a, a carrier of my testimony i'm also going to carry my testimony in my hands and i will give glory to god you know last week one of the things we said was that you know our prophecies being fulfilled become testimonies for other people you know become um, testimonies for us and then become sources of hope rather for other people so what happens at the end of the day if you testify and another person becomes hopeful God becomes glorified and God will always invest himself in everything that will bring him glory. God will always be committed to anything that will bring him glory. So why would God want you to birth? Why would God want you to carry your your promise? It is God's desire that you get married. It is God's desire that you have children. It is God's desire that you dominate. It is God's desire that you're financially independent. So everything that is on your prayer request, guess what? God also desires them for you. God wants you to live and prosper. Remember that his word has already gone ahead of us, that his desire for us is that you know, we will live well, that we will prosper. So, much more than you desire to get married, God wants, because God wants to do something with your marriage. Much more than you desire to have kids, guess what? God wants you to have kids because he wants to do something with your children. Somebody must carry on, you know, this fire. Somebody must carry on this this um, this promise, this this testimony. So, God's, God needs us to procreate. 
So when we come to the place of prayer, we should not come to the place of prayer more like, you know, you're reminding God that, and God, you know I'm supposed to give birth. God knows. God desires it for you. God wants it for you. So all the things in our in our prayer request, God wants them for us because He made us. So we should go into prayer with expectation that, see, you, you, even before you were made, God already programmed it that you're going to be this and that and that. You cannot love yourself more than the way God loves you. You are unable. Have we not seen people that, you know, treat their treat their bodies in, you know, in terrible ways? And then you find out later on and they are like, oh, they didn't know, they were depressed or, you know, people cut themselves. People do terrible things to their body. How much more, you know, um, other things. So, but God in his infinite mercies loves us. So God loves you more than you love yourself. So there is nothing that you desire for yourself that God doesn't, you know, want to give you. God wants to give you. God wants you to birth. God wants you to stop recycling, you know, spiritual steel bones. Because it does not bring glory to God. If you are still the same this year, you are the same in the next 10 years, you are the same, you know, the decade after. It doesn't bring glory to God when we recycle trauma or we recycle evil patterns or recycle um, lack. It will bring glory to God when we dominate, when we are in, in, in when we are on platforms, when we are in spaces where, you know, you can talk, you can contribute, and people are willing to listen to you, that even unbelievers are willing to listen to what you're saying because they know that they can't shut you up. They can't shut you up because you are a believer and you're dominating. So God wants us to dominate. And so one of the things that we should do in our season, in our desire of birthing, is the first thing if you are a um, consistent listener of this podcast, you will know that I'm always talking about writing things down. You have not started anticipating your birthing if you've not started writing your prophecies, your promises, whatever God has told you. Your first step is to get a pen and paper and write it down. Yes, there are times that you might not be with your you know, hard copy pens and um, can, it might not be with a pen and paper you can start by writing it on your phone but it does not stop there the moment you get to your phone the moment you get to your your journal your notebook or whatever you know transfer it to your hard copy place because we know by scriptures that God said that Habakkuk should make the vision plain upon tables so God was telling him write this down Ensure that you write this down so that you can see, so that you can remember. There is something writing down does for you that it engraves what you are writing in your head. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm the only person that does this, that during examinations, I can literally just you know cast my mind back to when I was writing the things I'm trying to remember. And I'm being like, oh, this was how I wrote it, this was how I wrote it. That's one thing writing does for you. It engraves what you're writing in your mind. And what is on your mind is what you will be seeing. And what you see consistently is what you become. So you want a child. And God has told you that you'll be fruitful and multiply. What do you do? You take that Bible verse and you write. Don't say she is in the Bible. Don't do that. Bring that Bible verse and write it and put your name 
put whatever thing you want to do in that uh, in that journal and time stamp it i mean put a date and a time and say january 6 2024 6 04 p.m god has told me Olubukola, that i will be this and that and that you might not want to go a step further i love doing this you can take screenshots of the things you want screenshots of people already carrying your testimony maybe you want a car and your friend just bought that kind of car you can screenshot a picture of your friend's car if you have it if you don't have it you can google and attach you know that um, screenshot i mean print it in a small paper and all that and attach to you know your your paper book your journal or your notebook it helps you don't have to but you know if you are really uh, invested in that thing and you can get a picture it doesn't hurt for you to take a picture so you're seeing the moment you're seeing that picture when you open your journal you're seeing the possibility it it will leave the place of just being an idea it will leave the place of just being something in the space it now becomes something personal to you because you have it in your own book you want to get pregnant you can take screenshots of baby items pregnant women online you know and just attach it after you've written out what God has promised you and so when you write this down you now start meditating on it by meditating I mean you know whatever you're doing it's in your mind and you're thinking about it. you're ruminating on it you're asking God questions God what does it mean to be this and that God what do I need to do to be this and that? in fact God is so good that when you have a Bible verse in your head the Holy Spirit is waiting patiently waiting for you to start a conversation with him so that he can now break down that word for you and you will think it's your thoughts right you will think it's your thoughts because God will always speak to you in your in the language that you understand you will now start saying that you know thoughts are coming to your head that ah, so God did this for the Israelites. So God, you know, God will now be breaking the word down for you, line by line, precept by precept. And the beautiful thing about those conversations is that they are personal to you. They are your own personal revelations from the Holy Spirit. So it's more like something was custom made for you. And there is something about something personal. You, you, you will feel like, you know, it's a gift and it will be on your heart. You will remember it way more than you remember sermons. If I, if I ask some people now that what was preached in March in your church, even I don't remember unless I open my sermon notes. But the conversations I have had with the Holy Spirit that even if you wake me up in the middle of the night, I will be able to tell you about those conversations why because it was a personal encounter that i had with the holy spirit and it broke down some things for me in the place of you know bible study and meditation and devotion and all those things another thing you can do after you have written them out is to speak the word i mean what you have written out now start speaking it to yourself because guess what the enemy would it, it will not stop because you have written it so it will, it will not attack you. No. Once it knows that, oh, you're close to your birthday, I mean, 
you're, you have seen that you have seen the light and there is a high chance that something is happening, something is brewing up in you, you will look for ways to, you know, counter what you've written. So what do you do? You start speaking those words over yourself. Be speaking them to yourself. Be like spontaneously. It doesn't have to correlate with what you're doing in reality. Just speak it over yourself. Remind yourself whenever you know that thought comes, whenever that evil idea comes that do you think God is shut it down by speaking your prophetic words, shut it down by speaking scriptures over yourself. So internalize and personalize your word. Like for instance, now if you're um, confessing, let's say Psalm 23, all those he makes me to think. You will just put he makes Toeshe lie down in green pastures. He restores Toeshe's soul. So when you're speaking those things, it will be calming your spirit man down. And you can now do something too. You can more like set an alarm for yourself and make it my confession time. My prophetic confession time. And so you can bring out pieces of scriptures that apply to your situation bring them together and make you know make like a sentence out of it make make like a paragraph out of it and just make it something that you recite over yourself every time see the more consistent you are over that thing the quicker it is for you to see results see little drops really matter remember one time i was um seated in i was in uni and i was there's something they call basement in my school where you could sit down and just joke or chat or do anything or have meetings. I sat down there that day and I noticed that there was a deep hole just opposite me. When I looked up, I saw that drops of water were coming from an air conditioner that was fixed in the office that was, you know, just right over my head. And this piece was not ministering to me that the water coming down from the AC in drops, drops of little drops per second was the one that, if you see how deep that hole is, it will rain really heavy for rain to dig that you know, type of hole. But the consistency of those drops dug that hole. What am I saying? Consistency is rewarding. You don't have to feel like it. Remember that I've constantly said it here, that your feelings are fickle. It is a feeling which means that it is not the truth. The fact that you're feeling something does not mean that it is the truth. So you must always move away from feelings. You must separate yourself from your feelings and hold on to the word. Confess the word. Write the word. Visualize the word. Eat the word. Make your prophetic words. Make your scriptures, anything it is that God is speaking to your situation about, make it your own. Make it personal. In fact, take it personal. That is how people carry their testimony. That is why how people birth. That is how you can move from being pregnant to birthing. Because it takes groaning. It takes consistency. It takes hard work. It takes grit. And all, what you do in your own space is your own consistency. You might be unable to influence other things, but at least you can influence your own atmosphere. You can influence your own, your own um, 
zone, your own area, and you can inject your prophetic words into all areas of your life. That wherever you turn, there is something you're remembering that reminds you that God is always for you and never against you. Lord of God, I call you blessed. Bye.